I'm recording and airing this on Thursday, December 10th, 2015. Maybe you're driving home from work. Maybe you're doing a bit of holiday shopping, or maybe you're just trying to get in a workout before all those holiday parties coming up. Good for you, by the way, if that's you. But how much are you thinking yet about 2016? Today, a quick look back at 2015 and how you can achieve exactly what you want in the new year. This is Coaching for Leaders, episode 222. Produced by Innovate Learning, maximizing human potential. Greetings to you from Orange County, California. This is Coaching for Leaders, and I'm your host, Dave Stahoviak. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And this weekly show will give you access to the best thinkers, resources, and actions to develop your leadership skills. And if this is your first time tuning in, it's actually not a weekly show this week. It's a twice-weekly show because this is a bonus episode. I don't normally air an episode on a Thursday, uh, but this is in addition to all the normal Monday episodes that I'll be airing this month. And if you're a regular listener, you may be looking at your app and wondering, wait a minute, what's the show doing today? Well, this is a bonus episode. There's a whole bunch of great guests and topics that I have coming up here in the, for the rest of December and into January. And I realized that I wanted to get a message out about planning for the new year and I was going to run out of time and dates to air shows. And so I said, ah, what the heck? I'm going to air an extra episode this month. So I hope you enjoy today's show. And I hope that even if it's even if it's just not quite conscious yet, maybe in the back of your mind that you're starting to think about what you're going to be doing in the new year in 2016. And, and I've been thinking about that for a while. I've even kept a list on my computer uh, since last January, in fact, of things that I want to do in the new year, maybe I knew I wasn't going to get to in 2015, but I wanted to start making a part of my planning. And I'm going to encourage you in today's episode to begin thinking about the new year. And if you've been listening to the show for at least a year, you'll remember that last year at this time that I had partnered up with Michael Hyatt's organization and had affiliated with their program, Five Days to Your Best Year Ever. And I have, uh, for the last several years, taken that class and used it for my annual goal setting of what I wanted to get out of the year in order to make it the best year ever for me and for the Coaching for Leaders community and my family and my professional colleagues. And I did the same thing last year, and I shared some of those goals with some of the folks in the Coaching for Leaders community. Today, I'm actually taking you along the journey of what my goals were set for 2015, how I did. Uh, So this is a little bit of a report card. And then what all of us can do to set ourselves up for success in 2016. And I have two calls to action for you at the end of today's episode Uh, either one of which I know will be helpful to you in starting to think about how you make the most out of the new year. So first, let's take a step back and look at 2015. So last year when I completed Michael Hyatt's course and went through and did all my goal setting, I ended up with nine different goals that at least as part of the course, 
uh, were the things that I wanted to be focusing on each week and continuing to make progress on. And so as, as I go through these nine, I'll share with you what I set. Uh, and then I'll give myself a score here on each of these. Uh, the, the best possible outcome was achieved it. Uh, there's a couple that were in progress and there's some that I didn't make at all. And so I'm going to share those with you and explain why. Uh, so you have a sense of just my goal setting process, what I did that came out of this course in this process and uh, and what my results were. So first a goal that I set last year was to produce and launch the first coaching for leaders product or service. And at the time I wrote this, I, I had an inkling that I might start something like the coaching for leaders mastermind that did launch this year. Uh, but I didn't know exactly what that was going to look like. I didn't know exactly um, how that was all going to come together. But I knew that it was important because this platform has built and the audience of the coaching for leaders community has built. And because I was getting so many more emails every week of people saying, you know, I'd, I'd like more resources or what more do you have to offer that would be helpful to the audience, uh, that uh, about uh, a third of the way through 2015, I settled on creating the Coaching for Leaders Mastermind. And I'm thrilled that we had a whole bunch of people here in the Coaching for Leaders community who applied to be part of the Mastermind. And there are now two inaugural groups that are underway that are regularly meeting and we're video conferencing all around the world regularly each month. It has been a blast. I've uh, gotten to make some wonderful professional connections and uh, have the privilege to support a few folks who are a part of that and that is going to grow in the new year. So I'll have more information coming uh, for those of you who maybe applied but didn't didn't get in uh, for the inaugural group. And maybe those of you who are wondering about it or have heard a little more about it, there will be more information coming in the new year. That'll be part of my 2016 planning. But I'm firmly putting that as an achieved goal for 2015, that first goal, produce and launch uh, that product or service. And so that's been pretty exciting to see that come together. My second goal, completely unrelated, was to learn how to play seven songs on the guitar. Now, you may remember a few months ago, I aired episode 205 with my guitar teacher, uh, Randy Wilhite. And Randy and I got on and talked about just the process of how human beings learn something that they don't know how to do very well, which is definitely how I would describe what I do with guitar, which is not do it very well yet. Uh, but I had this goal to play seven songs. And boy, I'll tell you, if, if of any of these goals, I probably struggled with this one the most this year. And boy, did I put forth a lot of time and effort into doing it. I uh, hired Randy was doing weekly lessons. Um, of the 12 months of the year, I did weekly lessons, I think seven or eight months of this year. That is a lot. That's a lot of time with guitar. I did a ton of practice. I wish I could tell you that I could play seven songs on the guitar without looking at music and was uh, and, and could pull out my guitar and, and play for you right now. Uh, I would say I've, I'm probably at two or three songs that I'm I'm pretty good at and I've got maybe another four or five that I could sort of do. So I don't think that's a that's an that's quite at the achievement yet. Uh, I'm going to mark that as the in progress status for that goal. Um, but I'm but I'm also really happy, you know, considering all the things that were happening this year, the age of our kids, all the things going on professionally, uh, my my uh, leading the coaching for leaders community, I, I'm actually pretty happy with that result. So even though it's in progress, I feel like that's an achievement. I'm really glad that I got to spend a bunch of time this year focused on something that was important to me and just kind of a fun, exciting, creative outlet. So there you go. That's goal number two. Now, goal number three actually relates back to the first goal of launching the coaching for leaders product and service. Uh, one of my goals 
uh, this year was to free up some of my time on audio production. Now, some of you know this in the Coaching for Leaders community, up until just a few weeks ago, all of the podcast production, the audio production, the show notes, the graphics, the post-production editing, the publishing of shows, all of that I did personally. I have done that personally for four plus years. I have gotten pretty good at it in the last four years. Uh, I've learned a lot about audio. I've learned a lot about uh, how to uh, use Adobe Audition, which is the product that we use uh, here in our studio to produce the shows. I've learned a lot more about my Mac than I ever knew. I've learned a lot more about microphones. And it also, even though I've gotten pretty efficient at it, it still would take me two to three hours a week as far as taking time to produce shows, to edit shows, to do show notes, to do graphics. And I realized that that was not the best use of my time, although I was good at it and I was getting efficient at it. It, there was so much more I could do with that time, uh, not only professionally, but also personally too. And so uh, one of the things that came out of as soon as we launched the Coaching for Leaders Mastermind, a good chunk of the revenue that is coming in for the, uh, the inaugural group, which, isn't, which is not a lot, but a, but a chunk of that is actually going directly to our podcast producer. And uh, Bonnie and I have known uh, our friend Andrew for years and years and years. He's just fabulous. He's been producing the show and also Bonnie's show now for the last month. He's doing a fabulous job. And that has freed up uh, two to three hours a week of my time. Actually, most of it's been time that you know I can put back into our family uh, because a lot of times I would do that late in the evening or or sometimes I would cut into sleep time a little bit. So I am really thrilled to have achieved that goal too. So that, that one's firmly an achieved goal. Okay, number four. Number four was a professional goal, and it's specifically related to my work at Dale Carnegie. And many of you know that I've worked with Dale Carnegie now for over a decade. I work for an office out here in Southern California. And much of the Dale Carnegie network worldwide is a franchise network. And so we have had an owner of the business for the last, oh gosh, six, seven years. And the ownership of the business changed about halfway through this year of 2015. I think I may have even mentioned that on a show in the recent past. And uh, and and it turned out to be a great transition for our organization in a lot of ways. Uh, we had a great former owner, and, and we've got a great new owner. Um, but the reason I mention that here is because goal number four was specifically tied to the business strategy for uh, the previous owner of the business. And a lot of that changed when the new owner took over. And so we looked at our strategies and goals and all of those things, and part of my role changed. And so that goal ended up being... Uh, essentially irrelevant. Uh, so I, I basically just scratched that goal out and, and started afresh and I'll have a new goal here in 2016. And obviously we're doing internal planning and goal setting on all of our roles and responsibilities within the organization. And I, I mentioned that and I still have it here on the list because I think that that's something to be conscious of in the goal setting process is you set goals at the beginning of the year whenever you decide to do it. And often something changes. And I think that sometimes, um, I know for me this has happened, and I've certainly seen this happen with other people too, is that when you get into the goal setting processes, there's sort of a sense of like, well, I, you know, I don't really have this part figured out yet, or this may change during the year, and I, I don't want to start on something and then get redirected. And that's just life. That's just life, and that's just part of working in organizations. There are going to be times we're all going to set goals, and they're just they're not going to end up being relevant. Um, we're going to fall flat on our face because we didn't achieve something. Uh, that certainly happened to me in a couple of these goals this year. And so 
I don't think that's a that's an avenue for not setting the goal, though. Uh, starting with something and having to shift or change or not achieve it, I think is better than having done nothing at all because it gets you thinking about where you want to go and get your intention going forward. But anyway, that ends up being a not applicable goal at all. All right, now number five. My fifth goal was to read 15 books, including one fiction, two on early childhood development, and I also had listed two Harvard Business Review essential books. Uh, HBR has a whole series of what they call essentials, and I've been meaning for years now, they've been sitting on my shelf, to go through and read some of those classic Harvard Business Review articles because they're fabulous, fabulous articles. And I I feel like I should have done that years ago. And they've just been sitting there. I've even got them on Kindle. (laughs) I've got copies of the books all over the place and I haven't touched them. Now, uh, this goal is I'm going to put in progress. Um, I I forgot to look at the exact amount, but I know I'm at seven or eight books so far. I will read a couple more before the end of the year. I may not get all the way to 15, but I have read a fiction book this year, which is not something I normally do. And I'm actually wanting to read more fiction. I've also read two books on early childhood development. That is important to me right now with the ages that our kids are at. I really want to be thinking very um, intentionally about early childhood and what I can do to support our children during this really critical and important time in their lives. Um, and I haven't touched the HBR books at all. So, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mark this an in progress. This might even be a little bit of a no, uh, even though I've, I've made it through seven or eight books. Um, I, I'm probably not going to hit the 15. I should probably just mark this as a no, but we'll, we'll, we'll call this an in progress slash no on that goal. Um, that said, I know from the statistics out there, it's a lot more books than a lot of people read out there. And you may have seen in my weekly leadership guide recently, I've, uh, I've just subscribed to a new service called Blinkist, uh, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. I will put a link uh, in the show notes to that. And it's a great summary service where you, you can get a good 15-minute read of a book. And it, uh, it actually got introduced to me from one of our mastermind members. And it's, uh, it's just a great way to get an overview of a book and some of the key concepts. By the way, I haven't counted that as, as reading any books this year. Um, but I do think that that will be helpful for me in determining what are some of the good books that I do want to get into more detail on. So that's another resource for that. Okay, number six. Uh, my goal for this one was to strengthen my network and friendships through two significant interactions each week. So to reach out to someone in my professional network and have a significant interaction or to reach out to a friend and have a significant interaction each week. I am marking no on this. And actually, I'm probably being a little hard on myself here. Uh, Probably this one could be in progress too. Maybe I should put the no for the reading one and the in progress for this one. Um, But I say that because uh, I actually have made a lot of headway here. This is something I've struggled with for years. As someone who, who tends to be a little bit more on the introverted side, as I've talked about in the show many times, uh, reaching out to others, building my professional network, building friendships, uh, although I, uh, I feel I could do that well through the podcast, in some ways I, I could work a lot better on that on a one-on-one way in many of my professional relationships. So I have uh, had many significant interactions each month, and I've gotten way better at that in the last year or two for sure. But I didn't quite hit the two interactions per week. And there's really a lot more if I think back to this goal that I wanted to do this year. And I was thinking of doing this. I was looking at this goal through the year, and I just didn't move on it as significantly as I really wanted to. So I'm going to go ahead and mark a no for that one. 
Now, number seven. Number seven is I actually wanted to attend a course this year, and specifically in 2015, I wanted to attend a course on copywriting. And and some of you may wonder, what is copywriting? It's essentially learning how to write on the web and learning how to write um, how to write information that'll help you to be able to influence people more effectively. And so that's been a goal of mine for a few years is to get better at that skill set. I am not I am not excellent at it by any means, but I have gotten better at it. And as I looked into the courses after I wrote this goal and I looked into the courses, I ended up finding a book that was, I thought, just as good and, and had great reviews online. And I got together uh, two to three other people that I knew in my professional network who were also interested in getting better at this skill set, who sent out lots of emails, who were putting up uh, pages on websites that they wanted to get better at this skill too. And I put together kind of an informal book group, and we met earlier this year, and we had three or four video meetings. It was people all over the place. Um, and we went through the book together, and I have really improved my skill set in this in the last uh, in the last six to twelve months. Again, there's so many people that are better at it, but I'm a better copywriter than I was uh, six months ago, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna mark that firmly as achieved. And and I should mention, even though I didn't attend the course. Uh, it was the result that I really wanted from that. It wasn't necessarily attending a course. It was the result as I wanted to get better at that skill set. And I definitely got better at that skill set. So I'm going to mark that as achieved. Number eight, go on a camping trip with Luke, my son. Uh, Luke is almost four years old. And uh, this was something that's important to me because uh, I, I've i recognized and and one of the things I've learned from uh, reading some on early childhood development is that a lot of our kids these days are suffering from not as much exposure to nature as kids had a generation ago or two generations ago, are not getting as much outdoor time as they did before. And in fact, there's a very popular book out there. If you have young children, I really recommend it. It's called The Last Child in the Woods. Uh, I'm blanking on the author's name. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, but he talks about the concept of nature deficit disorder. And uh, and and that's something to me that I, I remember having wonderful experiences outdoors when I was a kid. Uh, I grew up in the Midwest. Uh, there was many times in the summer that I, you know I'd spend all t- all day out to outside, and I definitely see that in um, in our society now that we're not doing as good a job with that as kids as 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 I think we can. And uh, our our son goes to a preschool where they're real intentional about getting the kids outside at least half of the day. Um, so they're continually connected with nature. And all that to say, I, I loved going camping with my dad when I was a kid. And so I wanted to really start, uh, now that uh, Luke's uh, getting a little older, I wanted to start uh, doing more things with him like camping and getting outdoors. And we are going on our camping trip this weekend. So if you're listening to this this weekend, uh, we're going to be out camping on the beach uh, this Saturday. And I can't wait. And he's excited about it too. So that goal firmly achieved here within the next couple of days. And then uh, number nine, the last goal I had on this list uh, was one that I, w- I wasn't really sure how I was going to achieve, and I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say I have achieved it yet, which is to double the coaching for leaders audience this year uh, and the people who are listening to this show, listening to my voice right now. Uh, when I shared this goal with Bonnie, she said, "Well, how are you going to do that? <laughs> it's kind of a that's kind of a big goal, and what are the actions you're going to do to?" to get there. And I'll tell you, when when uh, we were talking about that, I didn't really have a good answer for her. I said, you know, I think the way to get there is that I just do whatever I can to continue to find the best thinkers out there to develop my skill set as an interviewer, 
to serve people well in this community. And if I do that, I believe that goal will just take care of itself. And uh, this is firmly an in-progress goal. And I say that because uh, about this time last year, the show was on average, uh, when I'd air an episode, we get three to 4,000 people who would listen within the first week of the show having aired. Today, that number is pretty close to 6,000. So uh, definitely a 50% jump, which is uh, unbelievable to me. But, but the part that really is crazy to me is uh, if, uh, not even thinking about the show that's just aired, but if you look at all of the shows that are in the catalog on Coaching for Leaders um, up on our website, uh, the show is now downloaded over 100,000 times every month. And it has been for several months now. That's a huge jump from where it was a year ago. It's amazing to me. Thank you so much for all of you who've supported the show, who have passed it along to others. Uh, it's just, it's really mind-boggling to me. I, I just looked on iTunes this morning, and the show is listed as one of the top 10 career podcasts in iTunes, which when I look at the other shows up there, and I think about the company that the show keeps now, is it? it's really... Uh, I don't know what to say. It's really amazing to me uh, when I think about the numbers. So thank you for being a huge part of that. If you're listening, you're part of this show growing, of the audience growing, of more things happening, uh, of us being able to attract uh, better and better guests uh, who come on, uh, who can uh, really provide value to this audience. Uh, That's just been huge on being able to do what I hope this show does every single week, which is to give you something that you can take away as practical action from the best thinkers that will help you to lead better. Uh, That said, I didn't officially achieve the goal. So (laughs) it's in progress, but I'm really happy with what's happened. And I have to tell you, I just feel... Every every day uh, when I get an email from someone around the world who's listened to the show or a comment on LinkedIn or a review on iTunes, I'm just I'm just I'm honored and I'm humbled to be able to bring this show to you. So so there you go. So here's the final tally: four goals achieved, three in progress, one no, and one that ended up being not applicable. So of my nine goals, seven of them. Either I firmly achieved or made some substantial progress on this year. And I'm, I'm feeling really good about that, it being December 10th and having looked back on this year. I have not had that happen every year. Uh, in fact, I would say uh, before this year um, and last year, there was probably a two or three or four year stretch there where I just didn't, I wasn't really as intentional on my goal setting as I probably could have been. And I didn't really do a lot different each year and I didn't make progress forward. And uh, and one of the things that I learned from Michael Hyatt in taking this class over the last few years is uh, is his uh, him talking about goal setting and and you know for those of you who don't know Michael Hyatt I know some of you follow his blog and his podcast as well. He he has built a fabulous platform online. It's one of the most popular sites on the internet for intentional living and working. And plus he's just a great guy and he's done a lot of he's done a lot to empower many people, me included. Uh, and so, you know, I, I look up to him as, as a role model and as a mentor, and, and he talks about goal setting. He says, you know, there are goals that I often miss each year when I do my goal setting. And, and that's reframed my thinking on goal setting because it, I, I used to be very legalistic about this of say, okay, I've got my 10 goals and I have to achieve them and I have to get all 10 and I have to, if I don't, I'm a failure. And, 
And even though I knew kind of in the back of my mind, you're not really a failure if you didn't achieve that goal, I I did sort of operate under that uh, intention. And, And I realized that I was selling myself short of worrying too much about being legalistic about completing every single thing and not enough about getting to the broader objective, which is to live a meaningful life and continually taking advantage of the gifts that I've been given to give back to others and to improve my own career development. And so I was really happy that his team reached out to me again this year to officially support his course that I have now taken over the last uh, couple of years called Five Days to Your Best Year Ever. And I have two calls to action for you listening to the show today on 2016, things that I know if you'll do either one of these will help you to start framing how you're thinking about the new year, get a jump start on the new year. And rather than just sitting around on New Year's Eve on December 31st and uh, having some casual conversation about what your New Year's resolution is going to be for the next morning, of to really do some very intentional thinking, planning, and strategy to get the most out of 2016. And you can do it in a very short period of time in five days. In fact, I would even argue within five hours because that's about the amount of time I spent on the course last year. Um, and uh, and I'll tell you more about that in just a minute. But, but here's first of all, uh, something that I know will be helpful to you. So the first call to action is uh, Michael Hyde has released a free life score assessment. It is online on his website, and it's an assessment that walks through 10 what he calls life domains. And just as an example of some of them, uh, your vocation, your finances, your social life, uh, your physical well-being, your emotional well-being. And he's uh, released this assessment, and you can download it from his site. And uh, you need Microsoft Excel in order to run it because it's an Excel document. And when you open it up, what it's going to do is it's a self-assessment. It's going to give you all these different areas. It's going to ask you to give yourself a rating on a scale of 1 to 12 of where you are in all of these different life domains. It's a fabulous way to start thinking about where you are today so you can make better decisions about where you're going to go in 2016. And often over the years, whenever I've talked with a client about goal setting, uh, we'll do something almost exactly like this, is to pull out a tool like this and look at the different parts of life that are important to that individual and to start giving yourself a rating. And and Michael's done a great job of putting together this free assessment, and uh, it will help you to track your progress on what you're doing well and also where your opportunities are for growth. And you can retake it. You'll see when you get the template, you can retake it over time and it'll track how you're doing. So if you'd like to get access to that, here's where to go. It's completely free. Go to coachingforleaders.com slash life score. That's L-I-F-E-S-C-O-R-E, coachingforleaders.com slash life score. That will give you access to be able to download that assessment, to use it, and to begin your planning, whether you take his course or not, or however you do your goal setting for the year, it's going to be a really helpful starting point of giving you the data of where you are in each of these areas right now. And it just takes a few minutes to complete the assessment, no more than 10 minutes. It's a great starting point for you. Now, if you're really ready to move forward on 2016, I'm going to suggest you do what I did this morning, which is to register for Michael's 2016 course, 
five days to your best year ever. Uh, Coaching for Leaders is formally affiliating with Michael Hyatt again this year. So your registration in this course will directly support the Coaching for Leaders community as well. And here's how it works. Um, This is my third year now of having purchased this course and taking it. And it's five days with a roadmap of exactly what you can do that will help you to not only recognize where you've been in the last year, to celebrate your achievements, to recognize where your opportunities are for improvement, but it's also going to provide you with exactly the roadmap you need to be able to set your goals for 2016 and the framework in order to make sure you're checking in in 2016 throughout the year to be able to get to achieve as many of those goals as possible as I did this year and have done previous years with the course. Now, uh, it says five days, but really, you could do this in in uh, in a day if you wanted to. Um, here's what I've done. It, each day, there's five different modules of the class, um, and I've actually uh, always done it between Christmas and New Year's. That just is a time of year for me that makes sense. Uh, uh, my parents often come out and visit our family here in, and visit uh, their grandkids during that time. And so I have some time to sit down and have an hour or so a day in order to do some planning. And that's what I did last year is uh, I took five days and I took an hour a day. The modules take about an hour to complete. And I went through and over five days, I did all of my goal setting for 2016. And uh, and then I continue to check in on those goals each week throughout the year. And even though I fell short on a few of them overall, I because those were top of mind for me, because I took the time to really make sure I had the right goals set, it helped me to be able to achieve a lot in 2015. And uh, you can register for the class through the end of the day on January 7th, 2016. But the reason that I registered and paid for my course this morning, uh, right actually before I started recording this, is because there's an early bird offer for the course through December 17th, 2015. So within the next week, if you go on there, register for the course, Uh, There's a much better offer than will be after December 17th. So if you're interested in taking advantage of that, go to coachingforleaders.com slash best2016. So again, that's coachingforleaders.com slash B-E-S-T 2016. And that will get you everything you need to know about the course, all of the things that are included. You'll see there's a ton that Mike Lyatt's included in the course this year again. Uh, but here's the thing. In addition to creating a roadmap for your goals of supporting this community and getting all the resources and bonuses you'll find on those pages, I'm making a very special offer just for the Coaching for Leaders community If you decide to enroll in the course, I'm hosting a live video webinar on Saturday, February 6th, 2016 for members of the Coaching for Leaders community who register for the five days to your best year ever course this holiday season. Now, the reason that I'm uh, hosting this webinar is to thank you for supporting the course and for supporting the community, but also, way more importantly, 
is to help both you and me to get even more out of the 2016 new year. And the reason that it's going to be in February is because usually about the first week of February is about the time that a lot of us start to fall off the horse a little bit on our new year's goals. And so we're going to get together, those of us who are part of this course, on Saturday, February 6th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And the uh, the webinar is going to be called Keep the Momentum Going. And so I'm going to share uh, during that webinar some of the things I've already done in the first 30 days of the year to uh, make progress on the goals I set for 2016, which I'll be doing here uh, coming up uh, between Christmas and New Year's. But I'm also going to be featuring uh, a number of members of the Coaching for Leaders community who are doing the course as well and having uh, some of the folks here as part of the community sharing their experiences too and uh, what they've done in the first 30 days of the year to make progress toward their goals. And that could be you. So I hope that you'll consider being a part of that if you join the course. So here's what you want to do. If you do register for the course, in order to get access for that webinar, Keep the Momentum Going, on Saturday, February 6th, uh, when you register for five days to your best year ever, forward your receipt to this email address feedback at coachingforleaders.com. That will come to me. I will get your name on the list for participating in that live video webinar with me. Again, that's Saturday, February 6th. So again, two calls to action for you. If you, like me, are always looking for more data and perspective on how to start thinking about your goal setting for the new year, Michael's free life score assessment is available to you. Whether you take the course or not, I know that's going to be helpful for you in framing your thinking about 2016. You can get that for free at coachingforleaders.com slash life score. And if you, like me, are interested in registering for the course and want to get started now on thinking about the new year, and you also want to get access to that webinar that I'll be offering on Saturday, February 6th, Keep the Momentum Going, you can go to the course registration page and use our link at coachingforleaders.com slash best2016. And again, if you decide to register for the class, forward your receipt to me at feedback at coachingforleaders.com. And that way I will get your name on the list in addition to all of the course that you get through Michael and all of the uh, all of the resources that you'll see on that website uh, with his page. And there, there's so many, it's a little bit overwhelming actually, uh, but uh, there's so much there that you can benefit from. You'll also get access to that live webinar. Again, forward your receipt, feedback at coachingforleaders.com. If you feel like I do sometimes, like you have too much to do, too little time, and the important things in life are falling through the cracks, I hope you'll take me up on one of these two actions. Don't just survive each day in 2016. Make meaningful progress towards what really matters. And I know that one of these resources will help you to do exactly that. And finally, today, speaking of uh, speaking of the new year, thank you so much for all of you who have taken the time to support the show in 2015. And a special thank you this week to Jesse Mack, 12 in France, for the kind review you left on iTunes. Uh, Jesse, thanks so much for that. Uh, if you'd like to post a review as well, it's a huge help in growing the Coaching for Leaders community. Thank you to so many of you who have done that in the past. And I mentioned there's lots of great interviews coming up in the next several Mondays. And this coming Monday, episode 223, Simon Sinek is going to be on the show. He's the Start With Why guy and also the author of 
Why Leaders Eat Last. Many of you have been asking me over the last year to uh, suggest having Simon on the show. He'll be here this Monday, so definitely don't miss that. It's a great conversation. And I will see you on Monday. Take care.